Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 288 of Optimal Living Advice. My name is Greg Audino. I'm your host here on the show, and this is where I take questions concerning the life struggles of you listeners. I answer them for you, uh, providing some guidance and support. More in the outro about how to submit a question of your own to the show if you have one. But first, let's look at the question we've chosen for today. It's coming from a listener who plain and simple, wants to know how to identify people who have opinions worth listening to (laughs) and separate them from those who don't. I like this one a lot. So let's jump in, talk about it, and start optimizing your life. There's a lot of noise out there these days. I just have one simple question. As somebody who wants to be a lifelong learner and somebody who probably gives people the benefit of the doubt a little too much, How do I know whose opinions to trust from those who are just blowing hot air? My, my, what a necessary uh, question this is. (laughs) Really good one, Asker. And thank you for sending this in. Now, what I really like about this is that it's truly something that we should all be asking. Even uh, those of us who are like today's Asker and take pride in being learners and listeners. Because when we do get to that point, of wanting to give others space and be engaged in conversation with an open mind, which I can only assume is the goal that is shared by many OLD network listeners, um, we might lose track of how we define valuable input. We might have a hard time filtering what we believe to be useful information uh, from information that is not useful and thinking for ourselves without becoming too swayed by the opinions of those who seem so sure of themselves can become harder. So it's just an important question to check in with whether you're making a point of listening to others all the time or not at all. And I do have some ideas about whose opinions are most trustworthy that I would be happy to share. So I'm glad you came to me. Now, The obvious benchmark I think we're all mostly aware of is how educated someone is and what they're speaking about. Surely it's advisable to listen to someone who is experienced in the topic at hand, and we might double down on that if they're paid to be knowledgeable about said topic, like going to a doctor for medical advice, uh, for example. However, even this can be like walking a tightrope, because for those who are not employed to speak about what they're speaking about, they can more likely find plenty of seemingly legitimate sources, even studies, to support their ideas. Why is this? Two reasons. One, because even at the professional level, amongst people who have spent a lifetime becoming qualified to talk about what they're talking about, there can still be conflicting ideology. Politics would be a classic example. Very educated and well-tested individuals with many years under their belts somehow still arriving at many different conclusions as to how to best run a town, run a country, or or run the world. And two, while number one occurs sometimes because certain topics just don't have conclusive black and white evidence for all professionals to agree upon, at other times, feelings just take over, running the world as they always do. Even highly qualified persons are not necessarily above their feelings constantly looking for ways to link their professional findings to their previously held beliefs and biases and filtering out contrasting thoughts. And needless to say, this happens a whole lot more to people who aren't professionals. So, with all that being said, what qualities that are not reliant on work or education 
can we look for when it comes to trusting the opinions of others? How can we seek out people who best blend ingenuity, intelligence, and not being overtaken by feelings that they may or may not understand? Well, first, look for people who stand out from their pack in one way or another. The more people seem to fit themselves into what they assume is the general identity of their group, the more they're just trying desperately to fit in, not developing their own unique ideas, and rather just agreeing with the pack. If you want to know what brainwashed is, that's being brainwashed. So, seek out people who uh, pleasantly surprise you in their lack of rigidity and have touches of rebellion in them. Make friends with the liberal who goes shooting on weekends, or with the Republican who hangs a rainbow flag in their yard. Stepping out of the mold like this is not all one needs, of course, to have well-crafted ideas, but people who can think for themselves enough to blend lifestyles like this are definitely off to a good start. And second, I would say look for the diplomats out there. Generally speaking, the more you see people making time to consider the needs of others, the less wrapped up they are in thoughts of what can benefit only them. As long as this person hasn't, you know, completely given themselves over to martyrdom and are actually just soothing a misplaced need to take up no space of their own, then you can assume that their opinions are often crafted by what's good for everyone, or at least what they think is good for everyone, instead of just themselves. Third, I guess this is turning into a list type of episode. I'm fine with it if you are. (laughs) Uh, Definitely look out for those who are willing to admit that they're wrong. This one feels really significant to me. Not only does humility speak volumes about one's character and one's ability to remove ego from their opinions, but it's also a necessary trait, right? It's necessary for anyone who has undergone growth and change. If you're never wrong, then you're never growing. People who have undergone and continue to undergo change in their lives are the ones who shake up their experiences enough to shake up their opinions. Without this, we're more apt to recycle the same familiar sources when it comes to the formation of our ideas, and our growth can get easily stifled, easily stunted. And then fourth and fifth, (laughs) I think the dynamics of the conversations you're having with people will tell you a whole lot. So I would say that number four is to seek out people who aren't necessarily going out of their way to make their opinions known in their personal lives unless they're asked about them. If they're constantly going off about their beliefs, then they're more than likely in pursuit of companionship or significance, again, driven by some misunderstood feelings. And then five, which would pair quite nicely with four, is to listen closer to those who aren't trying so aggressively to change your mind. Again, people who exhibit a lack of urgency and instead an openness to the sharing and differences of opinion are more preoccupied with diplomacy and collective group health, which is what we want. So, look, feelings are always going to play a role. It's impossible for them not to. But as is the case in many of the questions that we take here on the show, we want to respect and recognize our feelings, yet not let them consume us. And they are bound to consume many of us, especially when it comes to ideas that we are convinced could legitimately change the world for the better. So, as someone who seeks to learn and support others, as you are, Asker, I would advise you to not vilify these people. Just know that they're less likely to be as productive uh, as those who don't seem to be as self-serving 
in the relaying of their opinions. Okay, and a big thank you yet again to the asker for submitting this question. And as always, I do hope my answer gave you some guidance that you find to be helpful, even if it did feel a bit listy today. Sometimes that's good, though. A little bit of order. Everybody else, thank you so much for joining today, and please continue to send your questions in, should you have them. That is, of course, how we're able to keep the show going. So I would love to hear from you. Email me at advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com, and you will absolutely get a response. That's it for me, though, everybody. Wishing you all a terrific rest of your day, and I'll see you again after the weekend for the Monday episode. That's where your optimal life awaits.